Hi, and welcome to In My Opinionation, the podcast where we break down an episode of the hit 90s sitcom Blossom. I'm your host, Eric, and I'm joined by my co-host, Mallory and Jen. How's it going? Hey! Great! I brought on the full-on 90s radio voice here for this episode. We are talking about the seventh episode of season one. Thanks for the Memorex. Remember Memorex? We'll talk about them in a bit. This episode <laughs> aired on February 18th, 1991, and was directed by Zane Busby, the amazing Zane the Busby, right girl of the 90s. <laughs> this episode was also written by, also, no, this episode was written by Russell, Russell? Russell Rossett Schaefer. And I guess Don Rio also gets a credit because he's the executive producer and creator of this lovely show. Is it Russell or Raquel? I don't know. It's R A C E L L E. Raquel? Raquel? I don't know. There's no H, if so it confuses me. If this is you, me. let us know. <laughs> Tell yes. us. I, I want to say Raquel, but there's no H, so that confuses me. Anyway, synopsis for the seventh episode. Inspired by old home movies, Blossom transferred to video. The family goes to the cabin by the lake. That's, that's, the, that's the synopsis, that's although it. that's not entirely accurate. So, any trivia for this episode? For those youngins out there, Memorex, I think uh-huh. is still a company. They uh, used to be a... Uh, they're not a company anymore? Did they nope. end? Oh, they defunct. They stopped in 96? Oh, yep. my God. Not long after this. <laughs> so they're a computer company that um, was known for creating media. And uh, yeah, I guess Memorex created CDs and DVDs. I know because I have a bunch of old Memorex DVDs that I used to record on. Flash memory computer accessories. Weird. Yeah, that was kind of the go-to at the at the time where we were burning CDs and the like and using cassette tapes, Memorex was like the high end yeah. brand you could get for blanks. So wow. one thing I did look up and I knew about this, but I'd forgotten one of their big ads at the time. I think it was in late 60s. They started doing this. They had an ad with Ella Fitzgerald throwback mm-hmm. to an earlier episode for us that had a recording of her singing so well and so high that she shattered a glass and then they had her do the same thing recorded on a memorex tape and that also shattered the glass oh yeah i remember that so the quote was is it live or is it memorex mm-hmm. i like yep. it am i the only one who thinks of like tampax memorex <laughs> well now yep. i'm going to i know <laughs> i'm not gonna think of no that. he's a boy no <laughs> Although, anyway, um, so iMation, which is a different company, actually acquired the Memorex brand in 2006 with the final sale closing in 2016. Ten years to do that sale. Damn. Damn. How much did they buy it for? Well, they bought it for $330 million. Wow. In 2006, buddy. So, you know, that's a little bit more now. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, another piece of trivia is that this episode featured... The Lawrence brothers playing the younger versions mm-hmm. of Joey. So Joey Lawrence, um, he played Joey on Blossom, obviously. And Matthew Lawrence, his younger brother, played Joey at age 11. And Andrew Lawrence played Joey at age two. Adorable. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you know this, but they're still actors, the yes. Lawrence brothers. And they have notoriously made one of the worst movies, apparently recently. <laughs> what is it? it it's called... Um, <laughs> Hold on, let me find it. I was just looking at this the other day. Oh, man. So, apparently they made one of the most, the most worst? One of the worst movies. <laughs> and it's called Money Plane. It's about a heist on a plane that <laughs> is a money plane. 
and they do all these illegal gambling things on this money plane and it has <laughs> it has all three brothers the lead actor is edge from the wwe slash wwf oh no and uh the bad guy is kelsey Grammer. <laughs> and it also features what? thomas thomas jane who's also is wonderful at everything let's be honest and denise yeah. richards um <laughs> what this movie very recent it came out like was it this this year 2020 came out 2020 wow it, where um, can we watch it <laughs> it's it is online it is directed by andrew lawrence one of the brothers <laughs> i think he's the youngest one right yeah you should watch honest trailers on youtube because they do a whole thing about this movie and they add i just want to watch the movie <laughs> yeah uh, yeah <laughs> movie night friends yes oh my god movie just, night just watching the honest trailer for this makes me want to watch this movie because you know edge is known for all of his hardcore like flips and jumps and mm -hmm. stuff in the wwf or wwe he does none of it in this movie <laughs> well he's on a plane so you know that no. thing he's known for yeah he yeah. doesn't do it <laughs> he cannot physically do that in no. this movie although it's a big plane so <laughs> i don't know i mean i would oh. rather be on a money plane than a plane with sinks mm, fact <laughs> but why why would you it's just illegal gambling on its plane. You could just. Anyone has a, I would rather but, open the, the thing and money fall out than open the thing and snakes fall out. Is it like a ship? Is it like a maritime law thing? If we're in the air, everything is legal. I guess. I guess. I just let's not put any logic towards this movie because there is none. We'll put we'll put the the honest trailer in the show notes. Amazing. Obviously. Anyway, let's go into the episode. Thanks for the Memorex. <laughs> well, Remember? this I, I did want to add. This oh, sorry. Is the tenth, this was the 10th episode filmed. Okay. So again, okay. out of order, we're on the 10th episode filmed. Oh, All we're right. very close because it was episode seven. Yes. So mm -hmm. let's get into it. So scene one of this episode starts off in everyone's favorite living room with Blossom home alone, watching old home movies of family trips up to the cottage. The first tape is honestly what I personally, personally remember. Road trips being as a kid, you know, everyone mm -hmm. packed in a car with way too much stuff. Yeah. Singing songs. And the song in question here is Baby It's Cold Outside, written by Frank Losser. Mm -hmm. This show, this song will come to haunt us by the end of the episode. Mm -hmm. um, so she tries to get her family to come and watch the videos with her, but they're always running in and out of the house. You know, typical busy household. Tony's looking for Joey, who's running out for baseball, and Nick's late for work. Because he's laying down some tracks for the raisins, aka the California raisins. You remember those California raisins? <laughs> may I deep dive, sir? Yes, you may. <laughs> so the California raisins, I personally remember them. I know they kind of fell out of favor late 90s, I want to say. So the California Raisins were originally created in 1986 for a Sun-Made commercial. And then the Raisins <laughs> ended up being more popular than the product itself. So if you go back and find images and videos, claymation was a very, very big thing in the mm -hmm. 1980s. Um, you think of shows like uh, Pee-wee's Playhouse. They had a lot of claymation stuff. These Raisins are nightmare-inducing. But at the time, they were, uh, they were super cool. They were this group of four Raisins. and their most popular song, which they used on the first commercial, was Heard It Through the Grapevine, Ha Ha, because they're raisins. raisins. <laughs> so the raisins ended up being more popular than the product itself. They appeared independently of the product on animated Christmas specials. They had their own television special called Meet the Raisins. They released four studio albums. 
they received an Emmy. Yep. They were flipping huge. And yeah, like I said, they fell out of favor early or basically okay. soon after this. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty much because um, the production cost to do the claymation costs more than what they were earning. Exactly. Yeah. There is an episode of the podcast brought to you by episode 45 is all about the California raisins. So if you want a real, real deep dive on the California raisins, episode 45 of brought to you by. I definitely have to listen. Amazing. To yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. So we move on to the next scene where we go over to the kitchen because everything happens in the kitchen and mm-hmm. Blossom is making pancakes and singing the song that hasn't left my head for hours. Baby, it's cold outside. <laughs> but also singing it incorrectly, right? Like yeah, there's the- a part where they all forget and they yeah. make up their own tune. Which she thought was actually part of it, but you yeah, know, we'll get to that later. Um, so Tony returns home and is surprised that she's making breakfast. She doesn't normally do that, apparently, although she does make dinner. Mm-hmm. And he, he says some fun things to her. You can't fool me, you pod person, you Stepford thing. And Blossom proves herself by burping. They hug, <laughs> which I thought was very cute. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess when you're raised in a house full of boys. Yeah. I, but I was raised in a house full of girls, and that was still what we would do, I'm sure. That's how you would prove that you weren't a clone? Oh, yeah. We would all burp. Burp, burp, <laughs> you know, all of that stuff. Um, so uh, Blossom is making a family breakfast just like the good old days. And Tony sort of jokes about how the good old days were all about shouting and slamming of doors mm-hmm. and an attractive couple saying not in front of the children. So <laughs> Blossom continues to make these funny pancakes and they're, they're shaped, little funny shapes. <laughs> Tony says the best joke. And he says, because she says, I'm making funny pancakes to shape funny pancake shapes just like mom. And Tony says, that doesn't look anything like mom, <laughs> which was my favorite joke of this episode. <laughs> that was your favorite joke. <laughs> I love that. That was such a random, like just a little <laughs> sly. It, it's a, it's a big dad joke type okay. thing. <laughs> so Joey returns home distraught because he failed his English exam uh, because Tony was supposed to help him study. And Blossom tries to cheer him up with funny shaped pancakes. But Joey says, even pouring syrup over Heather Locklear really wouldn't make me feel any better. To which we go back to that Joey, that overly sexualized Joey. Joey laments, why is English so important? It's not like I'm going to use it after school. And Blossom's like, you know what? Maybe dad will be in a good mood when he gets home. Alas, Nick returns home, but not before berating a mail carrier because she had it coming. See, you see, he clearly had a- flipping her off. <laughs> exactly, which was hilarious. without having seen it. <laughs> Apparently, he's had another all nighter, so he's exhausted. Mm-hmm. So Blossom tries to get everyone to eat at the table together, like a family, as families do uh, on TV, and uh, you know, tries to surprise them with the news that she made these home movies. Like she took back in the day, children, you used to t- <laughs> you used to record things on a device, and then you'd have to transfer it or bring it to a photo lab. And transfer mm-hmm. it onto VHS. It was yeah. a long and arduous process. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so she's trying to tell them that she transferred all these movies, but unfortunately and hilariously, the news is interjected with Joey telling his dad that he failed this test, and then everything comes to a head, and you know everyone gets angry and leaves in separate doors, and you know it was interesting because it was, the fight is kind of all around him failing the test, and he's. He goes to Tony like, you were supposed to help me study. You were supposed to help me study. And we just saw Tony in the last scene clearly looking for Joey. Joey. So yeah. why yeah. is that not a thing that he brings up? Mm-hmm. That I was looking for you and you were not there. It's like he even forgets that he was looking for him too. Yeah, they, they it's a little it. odd. Yeah. 
And then, yeah, and, and Joey lashes out saying, like, Tony was a drug addict for four mm-hmm. years and he gets everything and I fail a test and you get on my back. And I did want to bring that up because, so Joey specifically mentions Tony being given an apartment over the garage. Mm-hmm. And this is one place where the episodes being shown out of order brings up something that we haven't seen yet. That's fair, yeah. Because as far as, far as we know, like if we think back to the episode with Stephanie where he's changing his, his bingo shoes, oh. he's coming from upstairs. Like he has a room in the house. That's right. Yeah. Hmm. So there are events that happened that were filmed sequentially that have mm-hmm. not aired yet. Yep. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Tony also says that um, when they ask him what he's been doing, he's like, I've been trying to stay sober. And his yeah. dad, unchar- uncharacteristically, is like, that's, a, that's an excuse that's getting old. I was like, that's, that's mm. that, I didn't like that. That's a little harsh. <laughs> I think that's also an out of order issue. Like knowing what comes up, that's that's an out of order issue, and like an an episode airing out of order issue. Interesting. Hmm. I guess we'll get to that when we get to that. Yeah. So we'll, <laughs> we cut to the seventy a video from the seventies of them all being super happy and waving at the camera, like I guess people do. I've never done this with a my family or at least any. I don't know any families that have actually like set up something and was like, hi. So Hi. I I have like vague memories of watching silent movies of my dad from when he was a kid in the 50s mm-hmm. before there were sound on cameras kind of doing a similar thing like they were videotaping the kids like my dad and his brothers like playing in the in the leaves but they would stop and like wave at the camera. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I did also want to point out that the actress who's playing Maddie the mom here is not the same actress who plays her moving forward. Okay. okay. Yeah. We don't see like a whole heck of a lot of her face because in the car we see half of her face. And in this scene, I mean, the the footage is so grainy that. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing hippie outfits on them, though. Right. (laughs) We'll we'll get the costumes later. Yeah. (laughs) So we get we cut to, you know, Blossom watching this and she's sort of sad that her family's not in the happy place. As Mm -hmm. We move up to the next scene in Blossom's bedroom where Six has joined in the home movie watching. And yes. Baby, it is cold outside. <laughs> uh, they go to bed and Blossom starts wondering out loud about things, which leads Six to go off on this amazing tangent about things she wonders about, like what her husband would look like naked, or if she'll laugh when she first sees him, <laughs> what it's like to have a mortgage or a baby or breasts. All valid questions. She's so glad that Blossom brought it up. <laughs> She's been thinking about it forever. Forever. Yeah. <laughs> Blossom, unfortunately, is wondering what would have happened if things had worked out differently and her parents had stayed together. You know, a normal thing that people would uh, wonder in, you know, hmm. families of divorce. And Six says something that's I, th- I thought was really good. She said, that's not wondering. That's called torturing yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Being smart as hell. Yeah. And Blossom's wondering why she just can't make things the way they were because the people in that video were so happy. And Six says, you, you can't just because that's not how things are. You just can't make things that mm-hmm. happy. And this comes, this makes Blossom come up with the idea that maybe if they went back to the cottage, this will bring back the family feeling and everyone being all happy. But Six says that could be better accomplished by getting the flu. Yeah, because everybody passes it along and then you're all stuck together. So so what did you guys think about this joke, knowing that we are in the middle of a global pandemic? I never thought about it that way. I mean, it wasn't wrong. No, she's not. <laughs> it does. If one person gets sick, everyone does. I know. Uh, yeah, well, but get I vaccinated also... people out there yeah. listening. Mm-hmm. Get vaccinated. I would argue that that this 
quote unquote flu has separated people because we can't we can't be in the same space yeah that's true right so six is wrong you're wrong six but it brings a a singular like core family together because they can't leave right 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 it's funny because maybe we've just been at this so long that i didn't even think about it mm. i didn't even correlate that quote with what's going on right now and maybe i'm just so used to doing this and being in my house yeah yeah become desensitized <sighs> one day we will leave <laughs> we'll see each other in person and it yeah. will be amazing and i will wear my mask still yeah <laughs> agreed all right scene four we move over to the next day where nick is attaching a hook to blossom's door <laughs> because he's a man's man as we hear blossom tries to convince him that they should go to the old cabin in the woods, but initially it feels like he doesn't really want to go. There's some backstory there that we don't really get at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, he, but he can see how much it means to her, so he agrees to go for a couple of days because he can't kill them. And we find out that he <laughs> attached the the hanger to the wrong <laughs> side of the door, which is amazing. And I'm not gonna say that I know people that have done that. But I definitely know people that have done that. Was the person you? The person is not me. <laughs> it's not me. I close the door first because, you know, if the door's open, it, it moves when you. Mm-hmm. Just a, that's just a silly way to do that. <laughs> All right. Scene five. Everyone's stuck in the car and stuck in traffic. And it starts getting on everyone's nerve. And everyone starts mm. to pile on Blossom because it's her idea. But, you know, lick. Lick. <laughs> Let me restart that. <laughs> but then Nick starts to you know bat for her she's like he's like you know blossom wanted us to come together as a family she just wanted to help us as a whole and you know they haven't been much of a family recently so they all started apologizing apologizing to blossom nick then takes on everyone's favorite tv trope favorite dad tv trope Mm. the shortcut i just have a note that says never take the shortcut ever Especially in the 90s before GPS and and cell phone maps were a thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dad always knows. <laughs> I love the kids' reaction to just immediately just start panicking. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not we, the shortcut. No. That's the perfect time for a commercial break, too, because we come back and the Russos aren't, but really are, lost because they've <laughs> passed the same silver canoe three times. <laughs> Blossom tries to, you know, suggest using the map, but no map, no map. Nick- what? What is with that? I don't know. Why? Why was it a thing that men would never ask for directions? Do you know any men that really did that, though? I don't. Yes. Do you? Oh no. My father. <laughs> it's like a macho Love thing you, that I don't. I don't understand. I feel like there's this. God, this sounds so. Uh, but you know, the whole idea of being the hunter even if you don't know you're doing it the Mm -hmm. idea of being the hunter and you should just know you should have an instinct about ways to go and even if it's a trail not made for a car in the middle of the woods (laughs) you just know you instinctually know because you're a hunter and this is the right way you know what i like berries (laughs) (laughs) anyway so blossom offers the map and uh you know, just sets sort of sets Nick off, and he gets out of the car and has the most amazing breakdown. I hate traffic. I hate egg selling. There's a moment where he's along the side of the car, and you see the kids just sitting there in the back, not saying anything. 
the two younger ones look concerned and a little freaked out. Tony is like, yeah, I've seen this before. It's, he almost <laughs> looks bored, like he's just waiting for it to end. And then you see Nick's face pop up <laughs> over all of the bags and the bedrolls at the back. And he just starts pounding, bouncing the car. He's climbed on top of the car. Yeah, he's on top of the car having a freak out. <laughs> Oh, so so good he does such a good job yeah oh my god especially because uh, we've never seen him like this before he's usually so he's he, he's had freakouts but never like this before yeah. no i understand as someone who used to commute all the time i understand the hate <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Ooh. anyway so he calms down gets back in the car and they decide to go back to the main road but wah, 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 their car breaks down of course. of course. Of course. Next scene, we move to where Blossom and her dad start, you know, to fix the car. And they're having this little heart to heart. Blossom apologizes for getting them in this mess. And Nick's like, you know what? You're just trying to help. And she's trying to, she's trying to figure things out. She, she wants the happy times at the lake because, you know, there was all that laughing and singing. And maybe they can get some of that back. But Nick lets her know that, you know, the last time they were there, that was the beginning of the end uh, with his time with her mom. Mm-hmm. He says, "Well, <laughs> he says while you kids were in your cabin doing Peter uh, Peter Pan, she and I were in ours doing Who's Afraid of Virginia Wolf, which is such a good, <laughs> good pull. Yeah, so that that play, which eventually was a movie, it's about an older couple. They've been having some issues, but they've been together for a very long time. Um, the husband invites a younger couple." To have dinner with them. He says dinner, but they arrive at like 10 o'clock at night. So whatever. So it's the a whole, nightcap. It's a, mm, it's a nightcap. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> there's a little, it, ne- it never happens, but there's a lot of like weird mind gamey sexual tension stuff oh, happening. Yeah. And we see this older couple just devolving and bringing a younger couple into it to just further the mind games they play with one another. Mm-hmm. It's fascinating. And to mm-hmm. hear him use that as the reference for what the marriage was like at the end, if you know what that play is, it says everything you need to know. Yeah. Fun fact, the dinner party episode of The Office was inspired by Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf? Absolutely. That makes so much sense. So if you haven't seen <laughs> Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf, just watch that episode of The Office and you'll understand the reference, more or less. Yeah. The most awkward half hour of television <laughs> ever created. Such a good episode. <laughs> oh my God. So many dinner parties like that. Anyway. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> you have had? I've had super awkward dinner parties. Maybe not that awkward, but awkward I hope not okay. you've hosted. But that no, 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 okay. no. I don't, I don't, I don't understand dinner parties. I find them odd. Um, we'll talk about this off. <laughs> no, I, I want to know. Tell I the just, people. It just seems weird going to someone's house to like have wine and eat cheese and talk about random shit that you wouldn't randomly talk about. I don't know. I had dinner parties with like work before and I'm just like, I hate this. I hate small talk. And like, well, yeah, no, you have a dinner party with your friends who you enjoy actually yeah. talking. With. I would just have a random party <laughs> we had a, it's a house party with nicer cheeses no i i had a pizza party when we did rocky yes, yes mm-hmm. we, did. we did a make your own pizza night <laughs> that, that was, was wonderful. a dinner party yeah. we made dinner and then we ate it i wouldn't call it a dinner i guess it is technically god damn <laughs> I, it I know you're, what right. you're, you're talking about the very st- stereotypical we're going to be adults which i think a lot of people 
our age mm-hmm. are into dinner parties because it makes them feel grown up in a world where yeah. <laughs> the world has you fucked us over. I'm going to wear a sweater vest and talk yeah. about this Merlot. Mm-hmm. I, I hate that shit. I'm like, oh, I do like wine. I grew up in St. Catharines. So, you know, I wine country, I guess, <laughs> uh, at least um, dessert wine mostly there. But mm, the uh, best yeah. kind. Uh, yeah. So sweet. I sure. feel like. My my notes on wine would be like, mmm, tastes like wine. <laughs> Sugar coat of six for dessert wine. There you go. Yeah. Uh, what? <laughs> they, so wines, you, I don't know if they still do, but the bottles have sugar coats to tell yeah. how dry and how sweet a wine mm-hmm. is. The lower the number, the drier it is. The higher the number, the more sweet it is. Yeah. So like a Pinot Grigio is what, a one, I think? Yeah. One, yeah. two-ish. Uh, wine is made from grapes. <laughs> You're ready for a dinner party. <laughs> now, you just, now we just need different cheeses, fancy cheeses that no one knows how to, you know, to, uh, say the name of. Oh my god, <laughs> where was I? I don't oh, even remember. Man. Dinner parties. Virginia Woolf. Who's Virginia Woolf? That one was my fault again. <laughs> so, so Blossom is obviously saddened by this, and it's sort of taken aback because the home movies—they all showed everyone so happy. But if everyone was so happy, they'd still all be married. Or not all be married, but they <laughs> Nick would still be married. Good Lord. Um, so Blossom asks what happened to them. This gets really deep. And he says that life happened and they just couldn't get through it together. But they thought that maybe they could get through it apart, which you yeah. know, is a great lesson. Very sad. Mm-hmm. So Nick asks how they've been working out, like their family, how, how have they been doing since the divorce? And Blossom says that even though they live in the same house, that doesn't make them a family, which is a big mm-hmm. punch in the gut to at least the audience. Nick agrees yeah. and says that they need to take better care of each other. And Blossom agrees and says mm-hmm. that when life happens, they should try and make it through together. Tear. Yeah. We move to another fairly emotional scene um, where we mm-hmm. go to the boys who are just sort of wandering around, goofing around like two brothers. We didn't really we haven't really seen them like spend time alone. So it was nice to have this scene. Yeah. And Tony starts apologizing to Joey for failing for, you know, for Joey failing the test and saying that he'll be right there for him anytime he needs him. And Joey replies, you haven't been there for me in years, which, again, is another mm-hmm. pretty deep cut. This is actually the most human we've seen Joey in the show. Yeah. And he says that he used to rely on Tony for everything. But then when their parents broke up, Tony was just gone. Tony apologizes and he sort of tries to explain what happened, although he's not totally sure. He says that he was scared of everything and the pot used to help with that in the morning mm-hmm. and the alcohol would help with that in the afternoons. And then that led down to this downward spiral of other substances in a more jokey a, way. Yeah. It's the first real talk we've had about his addictions, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And even I, it sounds like it's, it's his first time talking to Joey really about it, too, because mm-hmm. Joey's shocked that his parents didn't notice anything. And, you know, Tony's like, well, there's all that fighting and mm-hmm. with mouthwash and eye drops, it sort of just goes <laughs> away, right? Yeah. And Joey's starts thinking that maybe if they weren't so busy fighting, they would have realized that Tony was in trouble, like when his grades went down and mm-hmm. then they could have looked out for him. They could have grounded him. And Joey sort of, there's a sly smile when he sees that Tony is turning this around and showing him that his dad's actually doing this because he cares for him and yeah. nick tells or not nick tells jody tony tells joey that their dad is hard on him because he cares about him 
It was so it was, sweet. It was. I had so many feelings with these two boys. Yeah. This then scene and the scene a, before. And they have the little hug at the yeah. end. And they joke it off, right? Of because boys. Obviously. obviously. We can't <laughs> we can't hug. I love hugs. Um <laughs> we move on to the next scene where they're in this restaurant where they have been before. Mm-hmm. We, they fan this up by eating some pie and they start reminiscing about old memories. A lot of old memories, really funny ones, and Blossom sort of stops one memory, but Nick tells her to tell the story because even though it includes the mom, it's still a good memory of them all as a family. Yeah. Then they move over to the piano where they sing, (laughs) baby, it's cold outside. (laughs) Missing, you know, that one, that one line that they don't know. Yeah. Adorably. Yeah. (laughs) They, They head home and everyone becomes all family like they all say goodnight. Nick apologizes for not making it to the lake, but Blossom isn't disappointed. Cut to a videotape of them singing it. Baby, it's cold outside from the previous scene, the end. So. Yay. And now you will all never stop singing that song. Oh my God. Just like us. I don't even like that song normally. So just hearing it over and over again was just like, uh. Well, and also it doesn't seem to be winter. They're singing it during a summer trip, which is also an odd choice. Yeah. Maybe they're going up north where it's cold. In Canada, where there's snow all the time. Where it's cold outside. (laughs) Where we live in igloos. Mm-hmm. My polar bear is making some noise over there. I'm going to have to feed him later. Um, <laughs> so let's move on to the outfit of the week. Let's start with me because I'm going to pick <laughs> the 70s outfit in that little home movie because they were amazing, especially Nick's haircut. Mm-hmm. It just made everything just perfect. Uh, let's move over to Mallory. What did you think? Uh, I had a hard time choosing an outfit in this one, but I ended up going with Blossom's first outfit. So she has this oversized kind of sky blue shirt with a hood on it underneath kind of a white wool oversized jacket that has blue patterning around the wrists and on the back and like on the arm seams, there's a blue stripe. And she has that over black leggings and boots. It was cute. It was simple but cute. Yeah. What about you, Jen? Um, So I'm actually picking Anthony for this week, which I don't think I've ever done. I don't think I've Hmm. ever picked him. So the last outfit he wears while they're on the trip, it was very simple, but it was so of the time. Mm -hmm. I really enjoyed it. So he has this awesome like grunge boy get up. He has his classic ripped jeans that he always has. I think he has like a a plain white tee underneath of a leather jacket, but he has a totally unnecessary flannel shirt wrapped around his (laughs) wig, which Everybody who was into rock at the time did. Yeah. Oh my God. We didn't so need true. those shirts, but just in case we had them. Yeah. Oh my God. And probably doc boots. I remember the first and time yeah, I and wore the boots. The first time I wore flannel because of because of the grunge thing, and people at my school were like, "Oh, you look like a lumberjack." I was like, "God damn it, you guys don't listen to good music." <laughs> I'm sitting there like <laughs> and a then little. They were all wearing it. Damn straight. Damn straight. Does mm-hmm. elementary school so. People didn't start wearing it until like the later elementary school. I yeah. was cool. Yeah. I have a, a lot of flannel that I wear in the winter, but I actually wear it. I don't just tie it around my waist. <laughs> That's fair. But it, it's cool. It makes you look like really laid back. Yeah. 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 Like you don't even care. <laughs> I'm mostly just cold and want to be warm. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. All right. Let's uh, let's go to the lesson of the week. It's, there's a couple here, I feel. Um, mm-hmm. But really, the main message is for me, it was... Even though we have these memories, there's nothing wrong with them, but there can be different points of view from them. So 
what's one's happy memory could be another one's painful mm-hmm. memories. Mm-hmm. Let's go with Mallory. Uh, mine was on along the same lines. However, I ended up doing things aren't always what they seem because a lot of this episode is Blossom seeing videos of happy times and mm-hmm. being like, that must be what our lives were like. Mm-hmm. And I think that's very, very relevant these days with social media because everybody curates their perfect life that they show online and what you don't see are all the behind the scenes days where things aren't that great so just because you have all of these videos showing that like you were happy sometimes doesn't mean that that's all there was or Mm. all there is yeah jen same idea but mine was more you can appreciate memories but you can't and shouldn't live in them And I feel like now, like we've already talked about what we're dealing with right now with the pandemic, and I'm struggling to deal with this one right now because you get things like your Facebook memories, which pops up every time you go online. And I don't think we've ever overtly said it, but all three of us met through theater. It's a big Mm -hmm. part of our lives. So we have a certain degree of being used to being around people and having a good time and having those memories of what we did. So lately I've been struggling with seeing memories of show pictures or Mm -hmm. videos and remembering what happened and trying so hard not to get stuck going in a black hole of like watching old show DVDs and getting sad. (laughs) Yeah. And then, you know, trying to pull myself out of that and just think about, okay, but what's going to happen when we can't see each other again. And I feel like Blossom is going through very much the same thing. She's living in the memory instead of concentrating on how she can make her family a family now, which obviously they resolve by the end to a certain degree. Mm-hmm. Right. She, struggle. She, yeah. She doesn't see a, a new way to bring the family together. It's the mm-hmm. only way to do that is to redo what we did before. Yeah. Instead of making their own memories. So it was yeah. actually really, even though we had to hear the song again, it was, <laughs> It was kind of cool to see that song recontextualized to what their family is now. So they took yeah. that old memory and they did something new with it instead of living in it. And I think I, I feel like I'm getting weirdly emotional, but this is the first episode where like I actually got something out of the lesson that mm-hmm. I thought they were trying to do. Yeah, yeah. it's it's a, a very relevant lesson these days. Yeah. Yeah. So that was mine. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Our episode rating. So if we're going to do this on a scale, if one is very cold outside, five <laughs> it's not very cold outside. Where are you? I was going to say baby, but I don't want to say that. No. Five is good. Five is good. So okay. warm. Okay. One is cold. Ooh. <laughs> Mallory, <laughs> what are you doing? Out of five, how cold is it outside? Cold is one. Okay. I, I, <laughs> All right. I would say that it is very warm. It is it is a four or a five out of five Mm. because I had a four out of five. But the more we've talked about it, the more it just feels relevant and like relatable today. And I think that's when you can create something (laughs) 30 years ago um, that is still relevant today. It's it's pretty impressive. Yeah, that sounds like a nice day at a cottage. What about you, Jen? Well, it's about 28 degrees Celsius here right now. That's warm. It's pretty warm. Yeah, I gave it a definitely a five. No questions. Nice. nice. 
nice. It's 23 degrees here where I am. But <laughs> but I'm going to give this a 4.5. I would have given it a 5 if not for Baby It's Cold Outside over and over again. <laughs> I, I love this episode. I thought it was really good. It, mm-hmm. it really tugged on the heartstrings. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And we got to see Joey in a new light, which, you know, we haven't so far. So him mm-hmm. being a person was really nice. Yeah. Ah. And I didn't Tony. feel icky. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't. Did he have any icky parts in this no. episode? Not at all, right? I no. like just it. The, just the syrup thing, I think, which you mentioned. Oh, the oh, yeah. syrup on Heather Lock. Yeah. But that is so tame compared to everything else we've heard him say up until this point. It's that true. I didn't even. I forgot about clock it. Clock it until yeah. you just said it. Yeah. To be fair, it was the 80s. Everyone was thinking about that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway, so next week, we're going to be talking about season one, episode eight, The Geek. Here's the synopsis. When she gets tricked to go to wait, when she gets tricked to go to the homecoming dance with a school geek, Blossom blames herself. Joey wants to get his driver's license. What a weird synopsis. I'm preemptively offended by use of the word geek. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. As well. One out of five. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Mallory. Thanks, Jen, for coming on and talking about Blossom with me. It was a lovely time. I look mm. forward to it every week. Uh, Thank you all out there for listening to us. We shall talk to you guys soon. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to In My Opinionation. Don't forget to rate and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever else you get your podcasts. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at IamOpinionation, our website at IamOpinionation.com, or email us at OpinionationPod at gmail.com. We'd love to hear your opinionation about this or any future episodes. New episodes come out every Tuesday. Thanks again for listening, and until next week, the sun is going to surely shine.